And that's why when Joe Biden, the, the American president, uh, creates you know, his, his executive order, it was more a kind of, let's have a fact finding this over the next year or so and, and just really get to understand it. And while we're like, hey, we, we understand this, well, but they're doing it, they're just coming to it now. Hello and welcome back to the Crypto Standard Podcast, where we take the cryptic out of crypto. Today we're talking about the top stories in cryptocurrency. The price might not be moving, but adoption is definitely moving. I've put a link to crypto.com down below where you can sign up and get a crypto.com card with inflation rates running so hot. This cashback on every purchase has been a lifesaver for me anyway. So click the link below, sign up to a crypto.com card and listen into this episode. But remember, nothing we say is financial advice. Let's go. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the next episode of the Crypto Standard Podcast with me, Jim. And me, Jay. So, everyone, on this podcast, if Jordan yawns, if he yawns once, because all he's done this morning in the, the pre-briefing is yawn, if he yawns once, he's got to pay me £100, okay? And they agreed to that. That's what we're doing here. <laughs> if he yawns once, it's 100 quid. A young man yawning at your age. My goodness. What time is it over there? <laughs> The time is 6.45 in the morning. My goodness, 6.45. I've got the rooster in the background doing its little call. (laughs) Yes, indeed. (laughs) Gosh, um, that was a good pod with Neve, wasn't it? Yeah, that was awesome. I loved it. I always like chatting to her. It's, um, yeah, it's always a great conversation. Yeah, and interesting, off the back of that, there's been a lot of um, stuff around the kind of reserve protocol that people have been putting out. I think Nevin had another uh, sort of reserve commune type chat. And then uh, in Flamingo Mafia, we trust a really good um, tweet thread out about how staking and that could work in the future. So it's still all early days, but it seems to be going the right way. That's good. Yeah, I haven't seen that. I'll go look at that. But you and I are obviously interested in that one. But it seems to be seems to be right now that the only thing that people are interested in, the only crypto I'm hearing about, is Bitcoin. Yeah, it's the only one that matters at the moment. Because if Bitcoin doesn't survive, that's scary saying that actually. <laughs> but if Bitcoin, in reality, if Bitcoin doesn't survive, the rest don't really survive. Um, and Bitcoin's getting the adoption right now. And if it gets adopted, the rest gets adopted. So, yeah, pressure's on Bitcoin at the moment, for me anyway. That's my opinion. So the EU Parliament, the European Union Parliament, and it was breaking news this week that um, the Economy Committee of the EU Parliament voted against de facto proof-of-work ban by 32 against to 24 in favour. So what that really means is for people who are maybe don't know as much about Bitcoin is Bitcoin is mined and the mining is the work. And the miners who use the ASICs and do the big computations every 10 minutes to mint blocks, they get paid in Bitcoin. Uh, And that is the proof of their work. Uh, and it's quite power intensive, but I think now someone did a study, there's like 59% of all Bitcoin minings 
uh, done by renewables. Anybody can go into that. Mm-hmm. But the EU said they wanted to basically ban proof of work mining, which was a, an outright attack on Bitcoin. And everyone was a bit, oh, how's this going to go? And of course, it went 32 against and 24 in favour. So it was tight, but it was really positive that they did that. Yeah, it's positive that they've voted against it, but it's, as you said, it's worrying that they wanted they wanted to vote and that there was, what, 24 people who wanted to ban it that don't yeah. understand it. Um, it's just, yeah, it's just quite worrying because banning proof of work is banning Bitcoin. Um, yes, 100%. Yeah, a lot of people obviously don't really fully understand it and they're being given the vote to vote on this, which I don't think is fair, that people are voting on things that they don't really understand. Or they don't have, they don't want to understand because they're profiting from the current system so much. Because a lot of these people that are voting, they'll be enjoying the fiat system that we have. So why would they want, why would they want this new system that's attacking their way of life to get passed? But the moral of the story is it didn't get passed, which is a good thing. But at the same time, you need to look at both sides of it. <laughs> what? Were you, were you sitting on the fence again? I'm not sitting on the fence. I'm happy. <laughs> so, so it's, one of the one of the MEP groups that voted against it was the Greens. Now, of course, they're going to vote against yeah. it because number one, they think it's energy intensive. They've probably not done the research, but the Greens, the Green, the Greens could end up bank bankrupting Europe because I think they want things to work work so fast. But who knows? We might get there. Anyway, the Greens voted against it. It will probably raise its head again, Jordan. There's no doubt about that. Oh, it definitely will. But then looking at articles from a Bitcoin side of it, like I'm reading stuff about how Bitcoin mining consumes less than half of what the gold mining industry does and less than one-fifth of what bank branches and ATMs do. That's just bank branches and ATMs. And it's... Bitcoin, a global monetary or a potential global monetary system, uses less than one fifth of this. It's just very interesting to look at that. I mean, Europe. I don't know if Europe's socialist or where it's democratic. I, 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 I don't know where the European Parliament's going, but anyway, it's a powerful beast, and it hasn't hasn't banned Bitcoin this time, but they probably have another go at it. Um. But on the opposite side of that, you've got the mayor of Austin in Texas. So the mayor of Austin in Texas comes out. um, I'll just get his name up for you. The mayor of Austin, Texas, Steve Adler, is exploring ways to accept Bitcoin as a payment method. Now, the big thing about Austin, as we know, is that's where they hold South by South, Southwest, the big tech conference. Um, a lot of the Silicon Valley folks and big Bitcoiners like Dan Held, they've all moved to Austin. Um, so that's re- really becoming a hub and it's all part of that Texas thing. Again, 
that's where Elon Musk's moving to, Texas. And he came out this week and said, I am not selling any of my Bitcoin or my Ethereum. Or his Doge. Or his Doge. <laughs> so getting back to Steve Adler, Adler firmly believes that blockchain technology and the crypto payments can change the fortunes of the city and bring in two new initiatives. Interesting. Um, and the two proposals that he's put forward will be voted on by the city's council on March the 24th. If the two initiatives are successful, it could make way for Austin to become a hub for businesses that thrive in cryptocurrencies. That's massive. Yeah. I mean, this is the way people are going that can see the future. And it's cool to see places like this do it. But then when you compare it to, I don't know, Scotland, the UK, we are, we are miles behind. Um, it's like, it's kind of like, like the whole cannabis situation as well, how it's illegal in some countries, but then you've got so many states in America that have like accepted it and it's like the norm now. And that's how I'm seeing Bitcoin. It's like some people, some geographical locations are like, we like this, we understand it. And others are like, still, oh, that's dirty. We don't want to touch yeah. that. Yeah. Um, yeah, there, there seems to be a real, it's either you love it or you load it. There's no yeah. in between. Yeah. Um, and that's the education. That's where you load it because you don't understand it is what I think. Yeah. is you go into defensive mode. That's human nature, is if you don't understand something, you're going to be defensive against it and cautious. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, that's Miami, okay, Colorado. Um, is it New York? New York, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's so interestingly, and a lot of the mining, so when China banned Bitcoin mining, and the reason China's banned Bitcoin, as we know, is because it's, they're all about autocracy and control, so they can't control it. Yeah, I actually have the figures right here um, for mining because I was looking it up for a client the other day. And America has actually 35.45% of the hash rate in their country, which is the computing power for Bitcoin. It used to be 70% China due to they just had cheap electricity. So everyone would flock there. But that obviously got distributed when China banned it. And now it puts America in a position where they, they can't afford to ban it or do anything like that. And I think we've seen that in Joe Biden's executive order to regulate crypto is that it wasn't as harsh as people thought. Probably because he's been told this. You've got so much of the hash rate that banning it now would move everyone out of your country and out of your economy, which would be detrimental. Like, think of how much, how many jobs it's bringing and how much value it's actually bringing in Texas alone. Yeah, so not, not everyone. So everyone in and around the crypto industry or Bitcoin would move to places like El Salvador or Portugal. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So uh, there's just this dichotomy of 
people and politicians and I suppose business people as well. Everyone's talking about, oh, Putin. Putin could say, pay me. I want, I want paid for my oil and Bitcoin. I'm not sure he will. And I mean, I don't want him to because I don't want him near it because he's a disgusting individual. But I don't, I, I don't want him to do that. I'd rather it was more, if it's going to be American, so be it. Uh, but I don't want him. He, he can have rubles. <laughs> he can have his gold. Um, you're gonna be, yeah, you're going to have his gold. But yeah, I think ultimately all they get America is computing power. The rest is distributed. So they don't have... I mean, that gives them an advantage in the economy. It brings people yeah. in and it doesn't really change Bitcoin in mm. the whole. Well, in terms of bringing people in, here's an interesting stat for you. So the, the population of the world is roughly 7.5 billion people. Okay. Roughly 7.5 billion people. And around 300 million of those people, 292 million, are, are in and around crypto, have got crypto. That's only 3.9% of the globe, Jordan. Only, th- we call it 4% of the globe are into crypto. <laughs> oh, it's crazy. When you say that, it's crazy. Because, like, it feels so much more when you're in crypto because everyone you speak to is, we, we talk about cryptocurrency. So it feels like everyone knows about this and everyone realizes it's coming. When you hit me with stuff like that, nobody knows it's coming. Nobody knows about it, (laughs) which is, it's sad on one side that they're still in fear and they are getting hit by so much inflation. They don't have that insurance. But on the other side, we're so early. We're so what 96% of the world still don't have cryptocurrency. <laughs> no. And and that's why when Joe Biden, the, the American president, uh, creates you know, his, his executive order, it was more a kind of let's have a fact find in this over the next year or so and, and just really get to understand it. And well, we're like, um, hey, we, we understand this, we'll do, we'll, but they're doing it, they're just coming to it now. So yeah. Bitcoin's got a head of steam. It's got an ETF. Um, it's a paper ETF. There's possibly a spot ETF coming. There's ETFs in other countries. And they're looking at saying, right, okay, and we've got this mining. So he's now got, he's now got researchers, government researchers in different departments looking at it, looking at cryptocurrency, looking at payments, and, and looking at blockchain. So when you look at it from that perspective, and then you look at, where it could be in 2025 in terms of adoption, you can see how the prices of crypto is just going to rocket. Yeah. At the next having, like, it's going to be wild. But before then, I think we're going to have the war on, not the physical war, but war between centralization and decentralization. Because we have got this Bitcoin, which is decentralized, and a lot of other cryptocurrencies. But don't discount the government yet. 
they have a lot of power and they have a lot of, they're delaying a lot. And why are they delaying? I believe because they're trying to build out their own digital currencies as well. So yeah, don't discard that. And there is, I think there's going to be another fight of centralized versus decentralized currencies. Mm-hmm. On the and, digital side, anyway. <laughs> yeah, and if you if you think around the whole um, price of Bitcoin just now, so over the last month it's ranged from like thirty to forty thousand, roughly. Yeah. So it's ranging sideways. So people are looking at it, saying nothing is happening there. So where it had it's come down from sixty seven thousand or whatever it was in November, and it's hurtled all the way down, it's sitting around that 38 to 40 mark. Now, here's my prediction. Now, you know I am not a financial advisor. Are you? No, I am not. (laughs) We are not financial advisors. We're just a couple of dudes that like crypto. So, two things will happen. This is my prediction for the next month. Now, this is out with geopolitical. This is out with geopolitical Mm -hmm. uh, drama. Number one, Bitcoin will either capitulate as in tank way down to 20,000, 20 odd K. It will tank all the way down because something will happen. um, The market doesn't want it. Something happens um, in America in terms of... uh, where it's going to go, I think it's going to go down. I think it's going to fall down. That's number one. That's my prediction. Capitulate and it'll go all the way down. What will happen is what will accelerate that um, massive dump is people who maybe bought in November, October, November, who were buying at 40, you know, 50, 60, and they're they're lumped with it right now. So they're lumped with five thousand pounds worth of Bitcoin. It's only worth two and a half thousand. And they'll be thinking to themselves, I need to and I, I need to get out of here. I, I'm waiting for it to go up, and as soon as the the button's pressed, but it, it starts to go down and it goes fast, they'll go, "Oh my god, this is going to zero, and they'll sell. That's number one. How do you feel about that? It could happen. Yeah. <laughs> I I get that that it will be driven by people who got in uh, from like forty k above. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there is a potential for that. What's option two? Option two. Option two is right now, institutions in America, so this is the end of Q1, January, Mm -hmm. February, March. They have to take positions for Q2, starting in April. They will either start accumulating Bitcoin on their balance sheets or whatever it is, and they'll start to uh, push it, and we'll, and then we will find out about it because they can't keep it quiet, and then it will rock it up because once people know, oh my god, the institutions are properly in, it will rock it all the way up, and I think you could see another um, fifty-five, sixty thousand. So that's mm-hmm. for me. There's no middle ground. I can't see it going along thirty-eight thousand to forty thousand for another month or two. I think you're going to see one or the other, and it's going to be a it's going to be a quick swing. I'm in the camp. Half of option one is going to happen, 
Uh-huh. So not as severe as that. Think maybe down to 32 again. Okay. 30, 32, and then go back up. Because as you said, the institution is coming in. Inflation now, people are hedging. People, companies will now be looking at the cash and countries potentially will be looking at the cash they have on their balance sheet. And yeah. what well, America's at 7.9% inflation rate. It's on track for double digits. And UK is at 5.5. Our new figures get released uh, today, the day that this podcast goes out. So we'll find out maybe 5.8, 5. 5.9. 5. Um, like people are seeing now that this isn't going to slow down. And the people who were originally saying inflation is transitory and it's not going to go up last year are now coming out and saying, we don't really know what's going to happen with inflation. Like it's going to hit hard. So there has been a change in narrative around this and companies will be looking at this. Well, if you think, if you look at the last month, gold went on a run. It hit mm-hmm. over 2000 and it was like $2,050. It's come back down to under $2,000. It's down $31 um, today as I look. Everyone thought, oh, gold's going to go. And it might. You know, Lawrence Lepard, um, who, who we've had on the pod, is a great uh, proponent of gold. But it hasn't gone the way we thought it would do as a result of this horrible war. Uh, Bitcoin is tracking sideways. So I, I'm still going to go for, if we are sitting here at the end of April, it's going to have, one of the others going to have happened. So if you're if you're an investor, so if you're looking from an investor standpoint, should you should you be selling some Bitcoin? Let's say you sold half. Let's say you had one Bitcoin, you were lucky enough to have one. Do you sell half just now and put the money aside in cash, and then I wait don't. for it to fall down to twenty odds and then buy in again? Nah, not for me. People like people can play that risky game if they want to. I prefer not to. I prefer to hold and just keep accumulating. Um, but yes, that's a very risky game because you don't know which way it's going to go. Yeah. Um, so yeah, make your own <laughs> make your own mind up on that. I guess. Yeah, I I wouldn't I wouldn't be selling personally. Okay, and then if you then take if let's look at alts alt, altcoins. So your Cardano's your even who's a sponsor of our show now a word from our sponsor. Crypto.com. <laughs> So crypto.com, that's my main wallet. And I guess it's, it's your main wallet, isn't it? Yeah. I use the I card. Am, yeah. And I actually set up, I actually set up a friend of ours, the DeFi wallet, you know, the, mm-hmm. the actual hot custodial, um, non-custodial wallet this week. Yeah. So easy to do. And then you can link it from there into your app. So I've moved everything across onto, well, <clears throat> for that particular person onto their DeFi wallet, which is pretty cool. So you just say, don't ever lose that 12-word seed phrase. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're good. That's the important thing. <laughs> Please keep the seed phrase like so secure. Yeah, it's, it's very easy to send over funds from the exchange to the DeFi wallet. Although, 
I would recommend doing it in bulk because yeah. it it costs I don't know maybe twenty quid um, yeah. to send over. So what I usually do is I take the hit on I will send over a little bit, make sure it's all connected, and I make sure it's going to the right place, and then I send over all the rest of it. Um, I take that extra twenty quid hit because just for my own security, I want to know where it's going. Yeah. Um, so a good, it's a good, it's a good wallet. But one of the things they've got is so their coin is it called? Do you call it Crow? It's called. They've changed it now, so they call it Kronos. Oh, Kronos. It sounds okay. very Avengery. <laughs> yeah, sounds quite Greek. Um, so, so Kronos. If, if you look at their their coin, so as an alt. It's dropped in value. So all the altcoins, your Cardano's, Cardano's literally someone, I think a year ago, Cardano, a year ago today, Cardano was $1.03 and it's now sitting, I don't know, 80 cents. So it's not bad. These things aren't bad, but your altcoins are going to do nothing until we get Bitcoin on a track and that track's either up or down. Yeah. Oh, this is one thing I wanted to like tweet out and just say is like people on Twitter are saying like, alt season is coming no i see this so much and they're like yeah alt season is coming and alt season essentially is just when all the altcoins just start to pump and like go mad but that's not happening that's but just ignore anything you see of that because there is no alt season before bitcoin pumps bitcoin has to pump before an alt season comes so you can prepare yourself when Bitcoin is pumping, then you will know that potentially there's going to be an alt season after that. But the people trying to hype others up about this is just wrong. No, there's no... What people have to appreciate is there's, there's two coins right now. There's two crypto um, things going on. Number one is Bitcoin, and that's a big political place, become polit- politicised. And number two is Ethereum, because... People are, I, I think a lot of the institutions will be buying Ethereum and because it's got its trip, triple, triple halfening coming in the next six months, that's math, that could be massive. If that hits at the right time, that coin could go um, to the moon, as they say. Is it in six okay. months? We don't know when. We don't know. We think it's going to be within six months. Okay. Um, depending on how all the coding goes. But that, that could be something. I think a lot of institutions and... Um, Folks with lots of money will be buying that. It's interesting that I looked at, you know the guy who does Coin Bureau? Uh, yes. Don't know his quite name. De- Just yeah, call him Coin Bureau. <laughs> yeah, quite a decent spud. Anyway, he, he's, I look at his portfolio and he's like 30% ETH, 30%, 28% Bitcoin. Yeah. He's a big ETH fan. Okay. Anything else you want to discuss? No, I don't think so. I think that's uh I, you know what? I like this episode because we've taken the politics or a lot of the politics out of it. Yeah, I feel like, well, just because we have to track all the politics now because Bitcoin is so politicized, as you said. So it's quite refreshing. <laughs> well, I'm a bit disappointed, Jordan. I'll be honest with you because Why? that's nearly 40 minutes and you didn't yawn once. So I didn't get 100 <laughs> 
Oh, I should have made a deal that you give me £100 so I don't know. Uh... <laughs> Alright folks, um, again there's a war going on, we're talking about Bitcoin and crypto, we are conscious of it, um, it's, getting, it's coming to a head of steam with uh, uh, Kiev and what's going to happen, so God bless Ukraine and we wish them all the best um, from our hearts and we will see you or maybe see you the weekend. Yep. Awesome. All right, you, you take care, Jordan. You too.